Well, <clears throat> good morning to you. It is Thursday morning, May 13th. And yes, we're a day late uh, dropping the podcast. We made a podcast yesterday and <laughs> it was probably the best podcast I've done uh, since I've been doing this. However, I forgot one very important thing and that is turn on the mic. And so this morning I have the mic on. And so this podcast may never equal the last podcast that you'll never get to hear. <laughs> so anyway, we are glad that you're here. And by the way, in case you have forgotten, in case you don't know, in case you don't have a clue, and now you are wondering, this is Danny Smith of DK Ministries. And this is DK Ministries, proclaiming the word podcast. And we thank you for tuning in. Okay. If you get your copy of God's Word uh, and, and find it and get it and grab a hold of it and open it, whatever form it is, whatever type it is, and get to Revelation chapter 2, beginning verse 1. Revelation chapter 2, beginning verse 1. Now, if you're new to the program, new to the podcast, and you go, uh-oh, uh-oh, this is one of those guys uh, looking in the Revelation, oh, what we're going to hear, what we're going to see, I don't know if we'll listen to this, don't panic, don't worry, don't stop, okay? <laughs> okay, we are not chasing every theological uh rabbit that can be chased. We are not looking to argue about every theological debate that can be argued. What we're looking for is we look in at the the seven letters to the churches that Jesus dictated to John and John delivered to the churches in Asia Minor and then eventually have come to us. What we're looking for is to see what Jesus told us in those thoughts, in those words to the seven churches, uh, what Jesus told us about the kind of church we should be, we ought to be, we want to be. So that's what we're doing there. So if you'll turn there, uh, you can you can turn the panic button off. Uh, we're just simply looking to learn about the kind of church that Jesus wants and therefore makes a voice about the church we want to be and whatever church we are. And here we're not talking about denominational things that that uh, well, that matter or whatever. We're just talking about things uh, that Jesus told us in Scripture that we're taking and, and understanding uh, that it, it means, okay, we should be this or we should be that. Okay, we're going to talk about some of the things in a moment uh, that we've discovered already or found out. Before we do that, we're going to read the Scripture because if you were going to get it out, you would have got it out by now in case you, oh, I got distracted. Revelation chapter 2, verse 1. So I'm going to give you just one more minute as I tell you this. There are a couple ways to contact us. The first way is through email dspreacherman at gmail.com dspreacherman at gmail.com Danny Smith uh, preacherman so dspreacherman at, gl, uh, at gmail.com all lowercase everything's lowercase there okay and then of course you can uh, look us up and contact us through the Facebook although I would I don't know that that's the best way to do that in today's world because you never know uh, and especially if you don't set an attachment because oh man crazy things are happening uh, on Facebook with these people who hack these programs. My gosh, what in the world is up with that? I don't know why people do that. I don't, I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know what you're trying to do. But anyway, so you can contact us both ways. And uh, I wouldn't send an attachment uh, <laughs> uh, because, you know, I don't, we've gotten where we have to be very cautious and not trust attachments. So many of my friends in the last few days have been hacked. Um, and, and some of them from multiple times. And, and to be honest, a few of my friends have gotten out of Facebook jail. <laughs> I never know what in the world sends these people to Facebook jail. I guess I missed the post. I don't know. Uh, one of my friends posted. He's finally out after how many days? And uh, I thought back, well, I never saw anything. So I'm not really sure. But anyway, uh, you can try that. But uh, it is fraught with trouble. No, we don't do uh, we don't do the Twitter bird thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can't tweet us, uh, but you can contact us. dspreachyman at gmail.com. Okay, enough of that. Let's move on with this. Revelation chapter 2, uh, verses 1 through 7. To the angel of the church of Ephesus write, uh, These things he says, uh, things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand and who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your labor, uh, your patience, that you cannot bear those who are evil, and you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars. You've persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake, and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first work, or else I'll come to you quickly. Remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. Uh, but this, this you have, that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Just a side note here, we're not going to talk about them today. We'll meet them again elsewhere. He who has an ear to hear, uh, let him, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I'll give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. As I said, we're looking for things, we're looking for points, we're looking for uh, lessons that we can learn about the kind of church we want to be based on what we find here. And the first lesson we learned when we begin this study was we want to be a church that listens to and follows Jesus closely. You say, oh, I don't want my church is interested. Then if your church doesn't follow Jesus, then it's not a church. Uh, and so let's just, we want to be a church that listens to and follows Jesus closely. Uh, it is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, and so we should follow him. Number two, we want to be the kind of church where people feel connected, accompanied, and aware. Uh, connected to one another, connected to him, uh, accompanied by his presence, and, and then aware of what he's doing in the world. We could go on and, and, and say all kinds of things, but we've done that already, so you can listen to one of the other podcasts. Uh, we want to be a church that listens to and follows Jesus closely. Uh, we want to be the kind of church where people feel connected, accompanied, and aware. And then number three, we want to be a church that loves God and loves people. We want to be a church that loves God, loves people. It is by loving God we really learn to love people. Now, I have to say this, uh, um, uh, uh, I don't know, it's not really a disclaimer. I guess it's a point of, uh, of admission. Uh, the theme, love God, love people. Uh, is something that I come back to from time to time. It is also something that uh, was used at a, a children's camp or youth camp. I think it was children's camp. Now that I think about it more clearly, yes, indeed, it was children's camp. Uh, and that was their theme for the week. And it was a great theme, and it has stuck with me through all these years. And I do believe it's time we get back to loving God and loving people. That doesn't mean agreeing with everything they do. It doesn't mean liking everything to do. It just means loving them in the Lord. Okay, well, when we read the letter... To Ephesus, when we read this letter and see what uh, Jesus said to the Ephesians uh, through John, he hit me the other day what, how he must have broken his heart to uh, have to write this letter. Now, I have to be honest with you. Uh, all the times I have studied this book and all the times I have read this letter and all the other things that you could pile on there now, I have to admit, being transparent, I never really thought till last week as I was preparing to preach a sermon based on this uh, at Taylor Creek Baptist Church where I'm pastor in Kitwood, Louisiana. Come join us if you're anywhere in the area, 10.30 on Sunday mornings. But last week as I was preparing to preach the message, which we're going through the seven churches, the, the podcast and the sermons are not the same. But, <laughs> so, but uh, oh, I must have broke his heart. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I was chasing a little rabbit there. got distracted. Because Don was connected to the church at Ephesus closely. He uh, 
like Paul and Timothy, may have been seen as a pastor of the church. And uh, tradition tells us, and maybe it explains it better now uh, to know this. Uh, tradition tells us that when John got off the Isle of Patmos, and yes, he did apparently get off the Isle of Patmos. Now, this is church tradition. I can't show you, you know, I can't show you the uh, release papers. But tradition says he got off the island and went back to Ephesus and uh, that in his last days he would be carried into the to the assembly where they would get ready to worship on a cot or on a uh, yeah a pallet or whatever you want to say uh, let's go back with cot pallet is a wood thing in it anyway <laughs> usually wood that they make plastic ones too but anyway he would be carried in and, and laid somewhere near the front as tradition goes and um Every once in a while, I would lean up on his cot and say something like this, Brethren, let us love God. Uh, let us love one another. Excuse me, brethren, let us love one another for love is of God. And uh, I know I've heard that for years. I've studied that for years. I've studied the book for years. I never really thought about those two this, to this week. So I know I don't, oh, you know, sometimes you just don't think about things. How it must have broken his heart, not only to hear that Jesus, what Jesus said to this church, but what he had to talk to them about. The fact that they had, well, they had forgotten their first love, that that committed love to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. They had, for lack of a better way to look at it, they had become careless in their application of, of, of what they were to do on a daily life. Uh, last night, I had an opportunity uh, to sit and talk to someone uh, that I've known for a long, long time. And they shared with me uh, briefly the things they, they are doing now. Now, I don't get to see them a lot. Uh, we don't really get to uh, fellowship as much as we used to. And so they were informing me and, and, and talking to me about the things they were doing. And I was, you know, pleased with, with oh man, they are, they are doing some stuff. But then they, they, they looked at me and said, Brother Danny, I feel like I should be doing more. And, uh, you know, kind of, uh, I'm not, you know, what, but I don't know what else it is. And, and I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I hear you. You're doing all these things, and, and, and they're great things. They're things that touch people's lives. Uh, they're things that people will remember, and uh, just important ministerial, important ministry applications. But you don't feel the peace of God. You feel the joy. And, and I told her, what I'm going to tell you, don't allow Satan to rob you of the joy of serving God. And often what happens is, is and especially for those who are doing things, uh, Satan does this, and it, and it leads us, as we just get busier, 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 uh, let's remember the joy. Now, in full transparency, again, uh, today, uh, we were getting ready to do something else. We were uh, about to do a, a, a memorial service, to be honest with you, and so, or just done the memorial service, I guess, more accurately, um, and I wasn't thinking about everything. Mine was on overload, and as I sit here today, I thought, oh! I should have reminded them what I'm going to remind you of right now. Don't forget in the midst of the busyness to love God. And I think they do. I don't have any doubt about it. In fact, to be honest, uh, but that wasn't, I didn't think about it, it didn't come to mind, but I think about it, it comes to mind today. So whatever we're doing, let's don't forget to love God. Let's don't forget to make that love our first love. Okay. Well, the reason that happens to us, and, and I want to be very clear, I'm not saying that's what happened to my friend. I think my friend is just, uh, like a lot of people, 
uh, doing things for God, the loving Lord, and busy, and then Satan comes and tries to ruin it. Uh, my friend, he'll do it. For you. He, he'll do it to you. He does. He's done it to me. He's, he's just. That's what he does. Okay. Well, in Ephesus, they had left their first love. They had become careless about the application of loving God, loving people, of doing things that God would have us do. And in that carelessness, they had gotten off track. And so today, what I want to do, uh, really, in the, as we get ready to, you know, to move toward finality of this podcast, I want to talk about how to avoid being a careless church or a careless Christian. Uh, I thought about, and when I put the sermon together originally, I thought about writing all the things that leads us into carelessness. And I could have made a list. I didn't, and I won't, uh, because that doesn't grow us. That doesn't change us. That doesn't help us. And so what I decided to do was talk to the church Sunday morning and I talk to you today about how to avoid being a careless individual or a careless church. And and, and we do that by developing some things, okay? Uh, I'm, 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 a, uh, I'm a believer in let's do the positive, let's, let's, let's move forward and not let's, dwell, not let's dwell on the past and the negativity and all the other things that people so often get caught up in. So we avoid being a careless church. And that's what we're going to just kind of move into now. We're going to avoid being a careless church by, number one, developing a Christ-first attitude. Now, that sounds good, sounds, you know, sounds great. And everybody thinks, oh, yeah, I like that. Well, let me, let me stop a minute. And not too long ago, there was a politician who wanted to develop an America-first attitude. And you would think, oh, that would be great, wonderful, terrific. Just take the, the yes, we should think about our country first. Now, here, I'm a firm proponent uh, of, of our country first because I believe we can help other countries when we, we, we think about our country first. Uh, I was amazed the other day. It came out that there was news about the virus and its starting and its origin and all that as the guy that, uh, well, big mucky muck, uh, admitted that they kept certain things secret to protect uh, Chinese, the Chinese. Uh, and, and you went high in the world. What in the world were they doing? Uh, so they left us in the dark, knew certain things they didn't admit because they were protecting the Chinese, not taking care of America first. I know, I know that politicians who believe in that take a lot of heat for some reason. It's crazy to me. Well, that's just in the political world. Just trying to give you an example that it won't be popular. When you want to go Christ first, when even in the church, when you want to go Christ first, there will be people who will not understand that, who, who will, 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 will turn it and twist it and make it sound all kinds of things. But here's what you and I have to have, a Christ first attitude, okay? And, you know, whatever Jesus wants, that's what we should do. Whatever Jesus says, that's what we should listen to, uh, Christ first attitude. And we should draw a line right there. We are going to put Jesus first. Some years ago, uh, based on a football player, there was an acronym, JOY, Jesus first, other seconds, and yourself third. I don't have time to revisit all that. I'll remember that. The truth is, the truth is, the fact is, the reality is, when we really put Jesus first, all these other things will fall in line as they should because he's going to give us the guidance and direction we need. So let's avoid, number one, being a careless church by a developing within us, our, whether it's our church, you were talking about whether it's us individually, it's a Christ-first attitude. And then let's make sure we have, that we have a, a, an aware spirit. And it was just don't fall asleep at the wheel. Uh, that's what happened in Ephesus. They had they had all this busyness, and they just kind of fell asleep. You ever get tired in the middle of business? Uh, the other day, I, I just I fell asleep. <laughs> I was trying to do something. In fact, to be honest, to be transparent, I kept falling asleep. I wasn't aware. Well, when we 
lose our focus and become unaware, we mess up. And sometimes we just need to stop, you know, kind of wash the sleep out of our eyes and become aware of what we're doing in in faith and things of faith and things of church and worship. And gosh, I, you know, I, I, I can just go on and, and give you what we're talking about. But let's just make sure we have an aware spirit. Let's see what's going on. Okay, so we want a Christ-first attitude and aware spirit. And then the next one is something that's going to blow your mind, a repentant mindset. Let's, let's develop the mindset that says when we see that we've messed up. See, this is not finger-pointing at others. It's heart-pointing at us. When we see we have messed up, we've missed the mark, we have sinned, or we just misapplied, or we misunderstood, or, or whatever it is, but we're, 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 we're going the wrong direction, we're doing the wrong thing. When we do that, let's have a mindset that says, I'm going to repent, turn around, turn back to the Lord. A repentant mindset. That no matter uh, what happens, we're going to get back on track with God. We're going to get back on track with the Lord because we're going to say, hey, I have messed up. Okay, Uh, we do that by admitting, hey, we have messed up. Okay, let's engage our mind and heart. And let's let's put our let's put everything into it. We have let's engage our mind and heart. You ever see people come to church kind of haphazardly and, and, and you know they don't have a Bible. They don't open the Bible. They don't sing the songs. They don't you know like oh you know they don't close their eyes, bow their head for the prayer or the, whatever it is. I mean you can uh, you know thousand different things. Or you know oh they have to sit in this seat and this seat only. Or you know they can't come this day or that. You know there's so many things. Let's engage our mind and heart in service and commitment and devotion and love. Yes, love. Yes, love to our Lord. Uh, let's make sure that we've got them going together. And so let's, let's, let's just review a bit. We want a Christ-first mind, uh, first Christ-first attitude, a aware spirit, a repentant mindset. We want our, 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 to engage our mind and our heart. We want to make sure that we are loving, loving as if it is forever. Because it is. Make sure that we are loving as if it's ever. Because it is. Make sure that we are eager to serve and make a difference. I give back to my friend last night. And I was explaining uh, to them uh, that some of the things that they are doing. Not only to praise the Lord for. Not only to praise the Lord for. They make a difference. They make an impact in people's lives. Because I know about those ministries. In fact, to be honest with you. Here again, full transparency. Think about that conversation. Everything that she's taking part in. Bless people. So uh, I pray that uh, she will she will just understand that she's doing these things and then make sure she's doing them because she loves the Lord. And I believe that she is. And I just believe uh, sometimes we just get too busy. So so we want to make a we want to serve and we want to make a difference. And, and so then next we want to make sure we don't be careless. And so the way we keep from being careless, we we become eager to serve and make a difference. And then we serve Jesus first and foremost. You see, uh, we can be eager to serve and then serve the wrong thing. So I had to put this next, this caveat next, making sure they're serving Jesus at first and foremost. And yes, by serving Jesus, what happens is we serve him, do things for people. There's no doubt that that's the point. A loving God, loving people, all these things. But sometimes we forget that it is about him and we've got to make sure it's about him. So serving Jesus first and foremost. And then finally, uh, we, we, cease, we, we stay away from carelessness by being serious about our faith. I mean just being serious about our faith. 
Okay, let's go back. Yeah, we need to develop a Christ-first attitude, a repentant mindset. Uh, we need to have engaged-minded heart. Uh, we need to love as if it is forever, because, by the way, it is. Uh, we need to be eager to serve and make a difference. We need to be serving Jesus first and foremost, and we need to be serious about our faith. Okay, that is, my friend, how we keep from being a careless church. And that's what happened to the church at Ephesus. They had become careless in their application of loving God, loving Christ, loving people, doing what he called them in the world. I hope today, if you sense, if you see, if you believe, if you find you have become careless in your application, I hope today that you turn around and get back where you need to be. Let's avoid being a careless church. Let's avoid being in the church that has to be reminded by the Lord, hey, love me first. God bless you. Thank you for joining in today. I hope that today uh, <laughs> you enjoyed the, the talk. I'm sorry I'm a day late. We usually drop these on Wednesdays. And by the way, if you say, you know, this, this podcast really didn't cut it, please forgive. Uh, I find that the second one, the redo is never as good as the original. I hate I didn't turn the mic on yesterday and then didn't get to drop the podcast. We try to drop them on Wednesdays. This has been, this is DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word podcast. Today we were looking at Ephesians chapter 2, those first seven verses, uh, looking at the kind of church we want to be. We made several points about that. I hope that you'll find them there. And then we talk about how to avoid becoming a careless church, a careless Christian. Well, that's what we've done this morning. So let me tell you this as we leave. Focus on loving God loving people, serving God when he will lead you to serve people, okay? God bless you. Thanks for listening. I hope that you'll continue to do so. Hey, tell a friend, tell a neighbor. If you enjoyed it, tell everybody. If you didn't enjoy it, well, you can let us know. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> no, right, listen, you say, how do I let you know? Okay, well, I've told you a couple of times. I'll tell you one more time. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all our case. DSPreacherMan gmail.com. Send us that email. Let us know. Best way to contact us. Hey, we got to go. We've been here too long. God bless you. We will see you next time.